Yeah, we got to talk Patriots. I want to talk a little Liverpool Red Sox too, if, if we can to get a shot at it. Gresh, are you are you catatonic? I know you do the overnight on on the national radio. Are you are you with us in spirit? No, and- I've been sitting around for thirty minutes waiting for you all to call. What are you doing? Covering the big John Silver Turkey Cookoff or something? Like yeah, that? well, listen, there it's Connecticut. No- we're, we're big time over here in Connecticut. I'm just gonna say there ain't no goddamn traffic. There's only one way through Hartford, and it just gets <laughs> jammed up. And it's like, okay, well, eighty four is jammed. Where are you gonna go? I don't know. Here's Silva with more news. Like I, I get the governor man. comes. The governor comes in and says the same thing. He's like, "What are you doing trafficking any ten minutes for?" And I love Shark. I Mark. I want him to work forever. But the governor's making fun of us for the traffic too. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, the governor would make fun of Sharky just on principle, let alone hey. the fact that he's a big goof and all that stuff. You know, out there DJing weddings and stuff like that. You gotta make you gotta you gotta pay for college, big man. Well, listen, I'm not gonna listen. I just work till two a.m. I'm not, I'm not gonna knock anybody's hustle. However, I will make fun of Sharky all yeah. day long. Okay, he is oh, a well. lovable galoot. Well, listen, you can listen to Andy Gresh on WEEI, our sister station in Boston, on Gresh and Keefe. And, of course, he joins us every Monday unless they play on Monday, and then he'll join us on a Tuesday. But, listen, my complaint is the same as last week. I mean, if Nick Folk is your biggest scorer, you got when it comes to the, the good teams, it's going to be a problem. Yeah, I mean, right now you have a borderline elite defense. You have a special teams uh, group that is figuring things out. And they can't get out of their own way on offense. And, you know, when you look at, at the overall scheme of things, the protection was bad right away. Uh, they pretty much had to bench Cole Strange again because I think losing David Andrews beside him as a rookie is bigger than maybe even I originally thought. And then you got wide receivers that when they get the football and finally get it in their hand, they're fumbling all over the place. Max inconsistent. The play calling's inconsistent because you can't trust the O-line. Um, I don't know how they're going to fix it, but I'm glad they got two weeks to try to at least chip away at it because right right now they're helter-skelter on that side of the ball. Wait, so they, they play the Jets after a bye week? Is that the, how, how things go? Yep, yep. They play the Jets after the bye, and uh, except they get them up here in Gillette, which is good. And, of course, the Jets pulled off the upset. I mean, all I've ever heard from everybody is that all the other quarterbacks in the NFL are perfect other than Mac Jones. And Josh Allen did actually have a bad game. I'm not saying they throw the baby out with the bathwater. But again, all I've heard is that Mac can't even see. Mac's got two left feet. He throws with his, you know, left arm, for God's sake. And, (laughs) you know, quarterbacks struggle every once in a while. And, I mean, you look at what happened to Allen against the Jets, that's a prime example. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Was it, it, it? You know, there's certain games that make the Patriots seem like they're better than they are. Certain worse. I mean, obviously, you know, look, the Packers are terrible, and but they beat the Jets at at New York, and 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 the Jets just beat the Bills. So it's hard to make the transitive property interpretations. We're talking with Andy Gresh, of course, from WEI, our sister station in Boston. You knew him well uh, here on WTSC News Talk 1080 when he did some sports with, with of course. Um, Joe D. Joe D. Ambrosio. Listen, I want to ask you, is the D that good or were the Colts that bad? Well, the Colts are bad, but the defense is that good. Now, nine sacks is a little much, and you're not going to get that every game. And uh, you have some guys that were able to eat against some of those uh, pretty poor offensive linemen. But, you know, they have an all-time great in Quentin Nelson at left guard, and even that guy struggled yesterday. And he was pretty vocal in the locker room about, we got to get this bleep fixed now. Because they know the season is slipping away in Indy and their coach is likely to be fired at the end of the year because they're going to have to do something to reboot. 
But the Patriots' defense is very much rounding into shape. You now have extra layers of safety with Jabril Peppers jumping in and playing. He did a really good job again yesterday. You work Kyle Duggar back in. Now you get to sit him down for a week and try to get him healthy. And look, everybody at the beginning of the year, Brian, was like, oh, you're not a star corner. Well, the secondary has not been really an issue very much this year. It's been more about the quarterback runs. So I think this defense is real good, and they're only going to get better because they're going to get guys back and get people healthy. It's crazy to think that you can be 5-4 and four and be in last place. Is there a scenario mathematically where you could get all, like, all your wild cards from one division? I mean, you can't do that, right? I mean, it, it really depends on the tiebreakers. And I know there are those who think that, you know, like the AFC West, everybody could end up winning 12 games or something. You know, from a mathematical standpoint, you could say it's possible, but it's mathematically impossible, really, when it's all said and done. And, you know, maybe maybe it turns into three. I mean, look, the, the game against the Jets in terms of maybe three teams coming out of the AFC East, if you're New England and you hold the tiebreaker and you beat the Jets twice, you've now pushed them down a seed line regardless of where they right. are at that particular moment. So right. find a way to win the games in the AFC – Hope it's enough to get you in and that your conference record can boost you up over other clubs. That's kind of the way New England's got to attack it here in the second half of the season. Yeah, it makes sense. Andy Gresh from WEEI here on Brian and Company and WTSC News Talk 1080. I, I, you know, the Athletic uh, just published a report that Fenway Sports Group, which of course owns the Red Sox and I guess the Penguins, and uh, that they own Liverpool and that they're thinking of selling it. They bought it for like $500 million. They probably, with the way things are now, maybe get two billion for it. But you know, when you have franchises, very rarely would you want to flip it this quickly. Do you have any sense? Is it just because they're sick of operating overseas? Is it because they have to return a certain amount of money to investors? I mean, if you can triple your investment in like a decade, that's pretty darn good investment. But I mean, I don't, I don't know what the reason is. This to get money for Aaron Judge? I mean, what are we talking about? Well, you got to remember too that they build a stadium over there, so I'm assuming that would be a transferable asset that would go with the franchise. So you've already created extra value there. Or even if you rehab the old facility, you've ended up creating some extra value. And the latest, uh, the latest club in that league that sold, I do believe, is the EPL. Uh, I think it was like either two or two and a half billion. So, look, if there's one thing John Henry knows how to do, it's when to get out from underneath a franchise. He did it in Florida. He'll do it here. I do think the Super League that they're trying to create plays into this because the fans were revolted against John Henry wanting to do it. He came out and apologized to the fans. I do think they might try to sell to an owner who really wants to be a part of creating that Super League and kind of freeze everybody else out. So maybe the heat's getting too hot. Here's the other thing to remember is that John Henry's, what, 75 years old? I think his wife is 30 years younger. When you really think about it, Brian, she might be the one who's like, you know what, when you're dead and gone, I don't want to be managing this asset. Let's get out from underneath of it now so that she can focus on stuff over here like the Globe or whatever in the world. Wow. They're going to make some money off this. That's for darn sure. It's pretty incredible. Oh, no question. Look, hey, hey, the one thing John Henry is not is a dumb businessman. You might not like his spending ways, but the guy knows how to flip assets and when to sell. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to watch. Hey, Gresh, thanks as always, buddy. Get some rest. 
No problem. I'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, Andy Gresh from our sister station, WEEI in Boston. You knew him when he worked with Joe D. His show right now is Gresh and Keith. He does a national show overnight, Sunday nights and a Monday, so he's toast. But uh, the Patriots, it's interesting. They're 5-4, and four, but in some ways they're not – they're not in control of their own destiny. I mean, they just got to keep winning and hope that some other teams lose. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.